How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome to another professional Arrowheads Abroad podcast show with myself, Brad Simcox, and the Arrowheads Abroad Supremo himself, Tom Childs. So you may have heard the uh, the drunken podcast already. First of all, I'd just like to apologise on behalf of Tom and I for the hilariously funny podcast, and would like to point out that it was all John Cartwright's idea, and the lap dances he paid for all got home safely in taxis. But John... Next time, can we order from a club where they have female lap dancers, please? Thanks a lot, mate. Cheers. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've got Tom with us again this time, and uh, we're going to try and keep his potty mouth under control tonight. So, uh, Tom, how are you doing, mate? I'm better now. You're better now. <laughs> I was quite hungover yesterday, I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> whose idea was it to get tequilas at the bar? Uh, was that... Oh, who was that? Was that Sam? Yeah, it probably was. It was Sam, wasn't it? I, I actually refused because I know what tequila does to me. Really? Oh, God, yeah. I can imagine it makes you horny. <laughs> no, it just, ma- it just makes me just sleep anywhere. Oh, okay. Well, um, if it did make you horny, that would worry me because I shared a room with you on Sunday night. <laughs> um, well, I did but- wake up next to a munter, didn't I? <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, hey. Easy, easy. Easy. No, um, apologies. <laughs> I did actually say on the podcast last week that I was going to keep it clean from now on and... But I had a mishap. I had a relapse uh, on Sunday. I He's apologize. been in rehab now. <laughs> I apologise to everyone. Um, I got home. I got told off by the missus for swearing too much on the podcast. And I promise from now on, the podcast is going to be nice and clean for at least this episode. At well, I'm, I'm always professional. It's, it's, it's you, always you, mate. You are. Well, as I said to you before the show, I think it's because Dave isn't around. Right. If, if Dave's around, I kind of keep myself in check. But as soon as Dave isn't here, I like, you know, the cats are away, the mice will play. Um, and I just kind of lose myself in my emotions. And I haven't got Dave there to to stop me from being bad, as it were. So I'm going to try and be good. Dave's not here tonight. And um, yeah, the potty mouth has been left in well, Sutton Coalfield. I thought you'd have been a very good boy in front of John Cartwright. Our, uh, he's our articles writer, isn't he? Our editor on the, uh, the Our Heads Abroad page. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, oh, he's gonna be, he's gonna be a good boy in this. But it seems like John just seems to just, just unleash all your demons. <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> I'm blaming well, John. Yeah, well, I've known John for many a year now, and as anyone that has met John, know that he likes a good old drink. <laughs> so <laughs> his Facebook timeline is literally him in pubs. And um, maybe that was it. Maybe I just had a bit too much to drink. I got a bit excited over Fan Bowl and the Super Bowl, and then. We ended up getting told off by hotel staff at 5am anyway. We got a, a noise complaint. So, yeah, we did. Um, no noise complaints tonight, please, because I think I'll wake my baby up. And uh, <laughs> then then I am in big trouble. God, imagine being next door to us. Yeah. Well, that was, all that was going on. Yeah, I'm sure you could be next door to a lot worse in a, in a hotel in Birmingham. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what, four drunk lads just doing a podcast yeah. around, around one mobile phone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, but I do encourage anyone to go listen to it because it is pretty funny. I must say so myself. I have listened to it since. Um, yeah, but just mind the language. I, I, I apologise for the language. It was one of like he's like one of those uh, late night calls that you regret in the next morning, isn't it? Mm. Um, yes. Because I, I remember listening. Yeah, I remember listening to it back in the morning, going, "Oh, what did we do? <laughs> what did we do?" Um, anyway, we we. Well, we had a really good night, really, didn't we? It was at the um, the Arrowheads Broad and the UK and Irish Packers Super Bowl party, mm-hmm. and part of that 
whole weekend was the flag football event. Yeah, and that was awesome. The whole thing was awesome. <laughs> I don't mean we need to go into it too much because I do want people to go and listen to the last podcast where we yeah. we talked about it quite a bit. But yeah, um, the weekend was a great success and now I'm looking back at it sober. Um, I've got nothing but kind words to say about the guys from the UK Packers that helped us put together one hell of a pie. Yeah, really good, mate. It was really good. Um, the game was good. Um, we won't go on about it too much. Um, but yeah, it was very good, uh, shall we say. Um, first up, mate, let's talk about some news. Now, since we didn't actually address it really in the Drunken podcast, uh, the news that we totally missed and we haven't done a podcast for yet, Alex Smith traded to the Redskins. I know. How Alex... insane was that? That just came out of nowhere, didn't it? Because I know a lot of us were predicting he'd probably go to the Jags because they might need one or... Uh, Cardinals or something like that and then out of nowhere the Redskins just just swooped in for him I mean how was the deal for you do you think it was a good deal bad deal uh, well first of all I thought it was entirely un- unexpected um, the Redskins were nowhere near um, the top five of my shortlist for Alex Smith to be playing in 2018 um, I'm pleasantly surprised with the deal I think the offer and the value that the Chiefs have got out of the trade seems to be great Um one indicate, indicator for that is the fact that a lot of Redskins fans are annoyed about the trade. Not God, because yeah, of... they seem really uh, angry. I won't, I won't swear, but angry they sounded, didn't they? Exactly. They're not annoyed because they've, they're getting Alex Smith. I'm sure they're reasonably okay with that. I think what they're annoyed is what they give up mm. in Kendall Fuller. So if they're annoyed with that, that means the Chiefs have probably got a fairly good player out of it. There were rumours going around that the Broncos did in fact offer the deal that we were sitting here hoping for last last week on the show, but um, the Chiefs decided to go no and go say no and go younger with Kendall Fuller, and um, I'm really happy with it. Uh, I, I don't see how anyone could be upset with the trade because it, it just made too much sense. Um, mm-hmm. It made too much sense for the team for Alex Smith to be on his way, and luckily the the Chiefs got a really good deal out of it. Yeah, well, I mean, Alex Smith got a really good deal out of it as well. He got a massive payday, didn't he? I mean, what was it? Something yeah. like $94 million, $71 million guaranteed or something. I mean, you know, that's that's recognising what he did in the last season, doesn't it? That's really that's really giving him the, yeah, We this is the kind of quarterback that we want to lead us um, from a Redskins point of view. But, um, yeah, I mean, major credit to uh, to Alex and his, and his agent because that's a big payday. Um, I think the deal was brilliant. I thought it was a great deal. When when I saw Kendall Fuller on there, I thought, I don't know too much about him. I'll just check some of his highlights. And when I look back and realised that it was highlights of all of last season and the numbers he was putting up, I just thought, well, how the hell do we steal this guy? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. he, just, he just seemed a heck of a, a good trade. Well, PFF had him as the second best um, corner from the slot in football. And had him, at, I think it was seventh overall in terms of grade for a cornerback. So you're talking about a top, top player there at a position where we desperately needed it. So yeah. in, in the space of one trade, we've managed to get ourselves a, a reasonably high draft pick, a draft pick that before we've got Travis Kelsey and Justin Houston with, for example. Um, we've got a cornerback at a position of need. And then we've got our $17 million in space which we can spend on other players it just it, the whole trade worked out wonderfully well 
and I'm glad it worked out for Alex. Um, I'm glad the Chiefs also let him have some input on where he went because I think he deserved it. And as we said a few weeks ago, the reason why Alex Smith was being traded was because of the money. That was Mm -hmm. the main reason for him being traded. It wasn't based on play. He probably deserved to stay based on his play, but when when the money is there and when the, the cap space is probably the one thing that's holding this team back at the moment, it just made sense, and I'm glad Alex got the right deal out of it. I really am. Yeah, I'm, I'm convinced it was all about money as well, because I, I think any way that they could have kept him, Andy Reid would definitely have kept yeah. Alex Smith. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Andy Reid, he obviously pushed from Holmes along with John Dorsey to be drafted, but at the same time, I think Andy Reid had so much respect for Alex. Um, they they worked well together as a team as well. Um they're both likable guys, aren't they? And that's that's the thing with Alex Smith. He's, he is a highly likable guy. Just look what's happened with in regards to Chiefs fans donating to his foundation for the last week. That's that's how much he's respected in Kansas City for the most part. Okay, if you go on Twitter or watch one of your videos, you might disagree, but for the <laughs> most part, <laughs> for the most part, he he is a he's a liked guy, a loved guy, and he will always have a place in Kansas City. I'm sure. Yeah, oh yeah, without a doubt. Um, yeah, um, everyone knows my views. I'm not going to go into my views on Alex Smith, but um, yeah, I, I think I think they've got a they've got a, a steady quarterback there at, at the Redskins, and I think um, yeah, if they can if they can get a playoff or a few playoffs out of him, um, I think they'll say that was a, a successful trade. I think. Um, I must I must say though, I do find it a bit weird though that the Redskins went for him. I do because. That was completely out of left field, like we were saying earlier. What, what does that say about Kirk Cousins? Because they have paid Alex Smith quite a lot of money. It, it, uh, the only way I can think of is Kirk Cousins must have said, I want to wear. Do you think? Um, you, well, yeah, you, you're probably right, actually. Um, because they wouldn't have had to pay that much more money to keep Kirk Cousins. And Kirk Cousins is still young. Mm-hmm. Well, he's only been in the league six years. So he's still easily got 10, 12 years left in the league. Yeah. So you would pay a guy with that amount, that amount of time left yeah. um, it's a funny one I am interested to see where Kirk Cousins is going to go there's a place I don't want him to go I'm convinced he, I'm convinced he's going there yeah I, I do think John Elway is going to get the guy it's going to be a lot like the Peyton Manning yeah. signing when he, a lot of people went for him um, obviously I'm not sitting there saying Kirk Cousins is anything like 2012 Peyton Manning because he's not Yeah. but I do think that his signature is going to be highly uh, chased by a lot of teams and I do think Denver are going to be the team that comes out on top. I'm hoping, in my mind, I'm hoping it's going to be someone like New York. Yeah. Jets. Um, a team that's still a little bit away. But if it is Denver, it's going to be a problem for us. Yeah. I, I can just see it happening, to be honest. Uh, it'd just be out of luck, wouldn't it? Um, we've got a question in from, uh, I think it's from Twitter, actually. Yeah, it is. Graham Smith has asked, which chief will uh, the Brit chief, meaning me, target for 2018 now that Alex Smith has moved on <laughs> hashtag agenda I'm, I'm looking down the roster right now <laughs> who's on my hit list um, okay. that's a good question actually I really don't know who and I'd, I've actually promised one of the uh, subscribers on my YouTube channel that I won't diss Alex Smith ever again on YouTube that doesn't mean I can't diss him either <laughs> well, I, another point I was going to make is that we can finally stop talking about Alex Smith on this podcast because yeah. I've had two, two or three people message us and saying, can we end the Alex Smith podcast, please? And yeah. Well, after tonight, that is it. The that Alex is it, Smith yeah. podcast 
is over. Actually, tell a lie. We probably will mention him in the award show coming up. But aside from that, the Alex Smith era is over in Kansas City. And yeah. the Alex Smith era is over on the Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Yeah, you'll only hear about Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Can we go back oh, to Alex God. Smith? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean... Let's move on from it. Let's let's just let's just leave it there now. That's it's been and gone. It's now we've got the future ahead of us, haven't we? So, uh, um, the other thing that's happened uh, massively at the minute is the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles mm-hmm. winning a Super Bowl, the first ever Super Bowl, um, and we're not jealous at all, are we? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we get yet again we've beaten the two teams that have made the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yet again. Yet again. Second you, time. What, so what you're saying is week. don't beat teams in the season, is that what you're saying? Don't don't <laughs> and get peak, into the Super Bowl. <laughs> don't peak too soon. Yeah. Like it's a bit like loving a woman. Don't peak too soon. <laughs> Play it out to the end. You're going all dodgy again. I'm not going dodgy. You're That's, going dodgy. I'm being clean. <laughs> being clean that's that's clean <laughs> I know what's going to happen now we're going to have a discussion after the podcast whether I edit edit that out yeah but you know that when I edit this show nothing gets taken out of the no, podcast no it's just left whatsoever. at that isn't it just left at that isn't it? <laughs> so that's staying in uh, yeah no we did we peaked too soon um, but we know that we need to find a way of converting regular season wins into postseason wins. Yeah, and hopefully, hopefully, we can do that next year. Yeah, well, one of the reasons why we didn't actually get to the Super Bowl is the fact that the um, well, it, it was all pretty much down to the defense, wasn't it? And the fact that we didn't actually use Kareem Hunt in that second half, even the first half of uh, the Titans game. Um, we've actually had a question around. Uh, it's from Joe on Twitter. What do the Chiefs need on defence this upcoming season? Don't mention Bob Sutton. <laughs> what do we need on defence? Well, I mean, we already addressed something before, didn't we? We said we needed a cornerback. Mm-hmm. So that's already addressed. But what do we need now? D-line, pass rush. Yeah. Definitely. definitely, I, I, definitely. I totally agree with you, pass rush. Definitely. Definitely. If we can get pressure on the quarterback, then the secondary, it makes the secondary's life a lot easier. It means they can get some interceptions. We can be a little bit more aggressive. We can play some press coverage as well. Um, just get some pressure on the quarterback, and then the whole defense will just fall into place. I don't know where we're going to get it. Don't sit there. Don't ask me yet about free agents because I don't really know who's going to be a free agent yet. Yeah, it's going to be in a few weeks' time. We'll go into that. But yeah, I think we do need to concentrate a lot of our resources, including draft picks, on the defense and just load this. Like load this roster mm. with talent because we're going to be okay on offense. Yeah, uh, we, we probably need a lineman on offense and a second tight end, yeah. and then a, a, maybe a second or third wide receiver. But that depends on what happens with Albert Wilson. But the core problem with this team at the moment is on defense, and yeah. we just need to load it as much as we can. Yeah, well, uh, it's funny you should mention free agency because um, on Twitter again, another question. Uh, Post uh, post apocalyptic stress cookie has asked, <laughs> "Who the heck's that? What a name! Thanks for that uh, that awesome name." Um, how active do you expect the Chiefs to be in free agency? Now we had a little bit of discussion before we went on, and I said, "Not. I don't think we'd be that active in free agency." But you seem to have a different opinion on that, don't you? 
Yeah. Like, look at Brett Veach already. He's gone out and traded future draft picks for players that he feels can come and make an impact. Like, we've gone out and got Cam Irving. We've gone out and got Reggie Ragland. We've traded Alex Smith already. This guy has already shown that he's going to be an aggressive dude. He really, yeah. he really is. And I do think that there's going to be a few players cut that's going to hurt some of our feelings. The likes of Tamba Harley, the likes of Derek Johnson, possibly Ron Parker, D. Ford. These players that we're so used to having around in Kansas City, I do think that they players like that have probably run their course. Mm-hmm. And Brett Veach is going to use those funds and just go out and load this team. The t- this team has a window. Yeah, we're in a window. Attack it for all you can. Yeah, like just go for it. What's the point of having money in the bank? I don't understand it. There's a there's a there's a cap for a reason. It's a cap. Go up to the cap. Do you think he'll go in early then? Do you think he'll he'll he won't wait for the draft? He'll actually go in there and start plugging the hole straight away. Is is that how aggressive you think he's going to be? Well, yeah, because if you have the holes filled, then you can then you can go for best player available in the draft. Mm-hmm. If we don't have the holes filled from free agency, you're almost in a position where the def- Chiefs' defense was that bad in in uh, last year that you're going to have to start drafting to need if the holes are still there. And no good, no, you don't get any good GMs drafting to need. Mm-hmm. It's best player available, and that's what we want Brett Veach to be in a position to do. So. The only way for him to do that right now, because of the holes on defense, is to use free agency to plug some of them, yeah, and then go to the draft and get the guy that you want, no matter what position he is. Do you know what you you don't normally sway my my decision? I'm quite strong-willed. Have you noticed that? But having said that, you've just mentioned that there. Do you, do you know what I think? I think I'm I'm kind of turned your turned to to your train of thought. I think. Really. I think you're right. I think Brett Feech is is one of those. He's like no. I've got to get the I got to get the guys in that's gonna that's gonna do the business, and uh, he'll do anything to get the value in there, won't he? I hope so. I hope so. I must say, I'm quite proud of myself. <laughs> what for? Do what for? Breaking me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I almost feel wise. Like, I'm sat I'm sat here in my armchair with my smoking jacket on, talking to you, You're stroking your white cat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> One million dollars. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go upstairs and tell my girlfriend. (laughs) That's what I did today on the podcast. (laughs) I broke Brad. (laughs) I broke Brad. I I got him to stop talking about a certain quarterback. (laughs) No, I'm going to make a conscious effort. Um, I am going into rehab, so I I, I don't mention the the AS words. Um, So I I will come back next season better i promise you <laughs> yeah. um so but do you not think that that's the right way to go then what is, are you are you are you scared that because what john dorsey done with the cap that possibly the brett Veach should leave it for a couple of years and maybe have the space and then attack when he feels mahomes is ready is that what you were originally I, thinking i think i i honestly thought that he seemed to already believe in the players that he's got like, especially like the wide receiving core and things like that but when you mentioned that and you mentioned the defence, I thought, yeah, it does need some serious work on it, plugging those holes, especially, like you say, if, if key players like Derek Johnson's going and Tamba Harley and, you know, D Ford, if they do actually go. I, I thought, do you know what? Yeah, you need quick fixes. You don't want to be you don't want to be uh, at the mercy of other teams in the draft. No, and another way to look at it as well is regards to the window. Um, 
you've got a couple of teams in the AFC that are young and could be potentially monsters mm-hmm. in in years to come in the Texans and the Jags. I know they're in the same division and probably the Raiders as well. Yeah. Um, Brady's aging. The Steelers have, have become chokers in the playoffs, similar to us mm-hmm. um, of late. Um, there's a window. There's an opportunity here in the next two years. I, yeah. I personally think this t- team is built for 2019, 2020. That's when I'm expecting us to have real, real Do you know, that, that's funny. I, I, I said actually in a video a while ago about, I said the next two years, I can see us really pushing for it within yeah. the next two years. And I, I agree. And get those players in place now. Get, yeah. get a team together. Like Have next year, get a team together and have next year as your shot. Like Get some camaraderie going. Get players knowing each other's, like, the way they play as it were. Like, mm-hmm. Just get each other, get some, I don't know, I'm waffling now. You know, just... I know what you mean. I know what you mean, though. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm sure the guys listening know what I mean as well. I just can't find the words. Get some like. solidarity going. Can't you? Get yeah, some kind it. of yeah, like get a team. Get a team. Get an identity as a team. Yeah. And and then, in those years after, have a proper go at it because the last thing we want is to be having to beat a team like Jacksonville in two or three years' time mm-hmm. when they've got their quarterback situation sorted. Yeah. The Bills, the Texans. Because those teams potentially could be monsters yeah. in years to come. I know we're already facing the ultimate monster in in the Patriots, but the more the better the teams get, and especially while the AFC is rubbish at the moment, take advantage of it. And I, that's mm-hmm. why I think Veach will try and be aggressive. Yeah, um, I mentioned the wide receiving core before, and I, I truly believe in in the likes of Demarcus Robinson. Um, I know, in I fact, I, I still don't get that. You don't get it. I don't get it. I I think he's he's I think he's showing flashes, but I just think he showed flashes in preseason, and I just don't buy preseason football. I'm sorry. But how does it? How how good did he look with Mahomes? Yeah, Same with Wilson. Like, yeah, he he looked good in preseason with Mahomes, but they couldn't have looked more disjointed than they couldn't than they did in Denver. They were terrible as a pair in Denver. Um, I just don't get it. I, I I can kind of understand your Connolly fascination. I do. Um, but Demarcus Robinson, uh, if we're going to say that's going to be our guy, if Wilson goes, then I'm not happy with that. I want, I, the, I want the team to address it. I, no, I'm predicting a big year for him this year. Yeah? Yeah. Already. Yeah. Already. 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 February, I mean, February Connolly... sick. We're, we're seven months away from football <laughs> and you're already predicting a big year for well, Demarcus it, Robinson. It's funny because you mentioned Connolly before and there was an article, wasn't there? Was it on Our Head Pride? Um, when they said the, it, it's not a coincidence that the 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 winning streak that we had this year actually ended when Conley went injured, and I thought, you know what, yeah, that that's probably a good a good thing to point out, really, because his route running is really good, and he was he was always a handful. Okay, he wasn't used that much, or um, you know, it, well, I, yeah, I'm not going to mention that word, but he was <laughs> he wasn't used that much, mm. but he was he was a threat. Because of his presence, and I just think if you use him right, he's he's another player that could really kind of kind of have a breakout year. Yeah, he was a threat on third down. Whether he was the reason that the Chiefs went on such a bad run in the middle of the season, I don't think it was. But he he has shown Chris Connolly has shown some very good plays and had some very good moments and under the Chiefs or at the Chiefs. I do think it's there. 
and I can get why you'd be excited about him, but I just, like I said, I can't see it about Demarcus Robinson. No, um, there's. I I do think the Chiefs need to address that wide receiver position if Albert Wilson goes, and also desperately need to address the second tight end position. Yeah, because if you get a guy in there that can play, that can actually catch the ball, that can straight out ball out at 80 percent the level of Kelsey can. Yeah, then teams will have a nightmare with with our offense with our passing attack. Right. Because okay. you're looking at trying to cover at this second tight end, Tyreek Hill, Chris Connolly, Kareem Hunt out the back, at the backfield, and soon to be the elite tight end in the league once Gronk retires. Yeah, like you're you're talking a monster passing attack if you can sort that second tight end position out. Yeah, uh, there's a question on uh, Facebook actually, and it's actually from John Cartwright. Believe it or not. Um, <laughs> Are we okay with that, that guy? <laughs> that guy, yeah, that guy, yeah. It's all his fault. Um, are we okay with a losing season while Mahomes beds in? Now that's not really crossed my mind, but I know it's I know it's something that a lot of people have mentioned about. Um, you know, are we are we okay? Just just waiting for this Mahomes explosion kind of thing to happen, or do you think it's actually going to start straight away? Let's let you answer that. You're the home. Uh, you're the uh, the fanboy here. I'm the, the fanboy. Boy. <laughs> you're the Mahomes boy. Go on. You you go first on that one. Well, I'll, I'll I'm going to say already that he's already bedded in from last year. Okay. And a lot of people are going to go. See, told you he should have waited a year. And I, I kind of see that now. I kind of see that. Yes, he should have waited a year. I was all for throwing him in there straight away, but I can see the benefit now that that one year where he's. He's getting used to the players around him. Um, he's learning from Alex Smith. Um, he's he's understanding what the coach's needs are, especially Andy Reid's. Um, I I think he's already had that bedding kind of season without actually playing, if you know what I mean. So I think he's ready, and he's he's got it in his mindset to just go for it right from the off. Um, so for what you're saying, you're saying there's no excuses then. That's... I don't. Well, there's going to be some. There's going to be some element of other players getting used to him. I mean, for instance, Travis Kelsey straight away springs to mind. You know, there's a lot of a lot of media asking him what do they think about Mahomes and all that kind of thing. And he's he is saying the right things in the media, but he's had Alex Smith for a long time. You know, and to suddenly change that kind of you know, change that that relationship all of a sudden. He's, you know, they're going to have to really work on on building that relationship, and you know, hopefully they will do it, and they will have similar success together as it was with Kelsey and Smith. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I think I think Mahomes is going to have a big year, and it's going to be one of those wow years again. Well, I hope you're right. I personally, I'm not okay with a a losing season. Um, I think the team's probably too talented to only win seven games. Okay, we're going to have a tough schedule, and Mahomes is going to have growing pains, of course, but I do think the team is probably a bit too good mm-hmm. to only win seven. Um, I'm not sitting here saying I'm expecting us to win 12, 13 games, but I do I do expect this team to win eight, at least eight. Mm-hmm. At least eight. So the thought, the thought of the Chiefs, having a losing season doesn't sit right with me. Like the worst season we've had under Andy Reid was 9 and 7. Yeah. Okay, we didn't make the playoffs, but 9 and 7 is still a, w- a winning year and I I I just I don't think 
it will serve well for the team to have a losing season uh, yeah. because all these questions about Alex Smith and should we traded him have we messed up we'll, we'll start to come back um, and it won't do the kids confidence very good uh, very well mm-hmm. will it like it won't do it at a lot of good um, god I can't no. talk properly at some <laughs> well, I, I, I mean <laughs> the the only thing that concerns me, and I'll say this about Mahomes, and the the rest of the team is going to have to work with his unpredictability, mm-hmm. um, because they've been quite used to a more predictable style of quarterback from Alex Smith. Um, you know, showing the roots, you know, like you know, giving him the roots that he needs, that kind of thing. But when they've got a player like Mahomes who's scrambling around the pocket and all sorts of things. You know how how is the rest of the team going to adapt to Mahomes? That's that's the only concern that I seem to have at the minute. But I can see I can see it as a positive of his unpredictability. But it's it's how the other players around him respond to it, isn't it? Yeah, and they've got a whole off season to work that out. Yeah, they're, but they know by the end of this, the summer that what's his favorite way to roll out when he's in trouble? Um, who's he going to look for whilst on the run? The, the players will know that there's an escape route for every player, bailout bailout route, and they yeah. know what to do. Um, I hope that it doesn't lead, like the, the offense doesn't go that way where we're relying on Mahomes um, to play similar to Russell Wilson. I want him to be a playbook quarterback. I want him to execute Andy Reid's playbook better than Alex Smith could. I want it to be opened up because of Mahomes' talent. I don't want him necessarily looking to scramble, getting happy feet, as it were, um, okay, do it if it's necessary. If you have to do it, then do it. But I don't want him to be that first read. I don't want him to be a Madden style of quarterback. Mm. I want him to be a pocket passer first and then a weapon when he does have to escape the pocket afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then we'll uh, we'll leave it with uh, Patrick Mahomes and uh, and the uh, the bedding in season, as John likes to call it. Um, don't get me wrong; I am ex- as excited as hell for Patrick Mahomes. Are you as excited I, as me? Yeah, the thought of the Chiefs finally having their own quarterback that they're drafted for 10, 15 years makes me so happy. Like I've waited for this for so, so, so long. Like at times we thought possibly got it out of Brody Coyle. But you know that didn't well, work that, out. You can understand the the fans' jitteriness kind of thing. Is that even a word? But you can understand that we've you know we've had all these quarterbacks over the years. The, the only real kind of decent ones we've had are, are like Trent Green and and Alex Smith, you know that kind of thing. And obviously no, nobody can really forget Montana. But we haven't had a lot of really successful quarterbacks, have we? Especially ones that we've drafted. No, so it's been, it's been terrible. There was I, a point between Alex Smith and Trent Green, yeah, where it was just it was laughable. It was it really was. It just some of the guys that they plugged under center, like they thought that Matt Castle might be the answer. Oh. That turned out to be horrifically wrong. We've seen guys like Tyler Figpen, Ty, Tyler Palco, mm. uh, Damon Heward, who was okay, Brody Croyle. Like we've seen some terrible, terrible quarterback play. The, probably the highlight of all quarterback play between Trent Green and Alex Smith was Kyle Orton beating the Green Bay Packers when they were undefeated. <laughs> that was the highlight of quarterback play for us in what, te- what, how many years was that? Eight years. Yeah. And so the Chiefs, we're deserving some success from a young quarterback and I just really hope that Mahomes is the guy. Like, I don't think I'd be able to handle it emotionally if Mahomes turns out to be a bust. Yeah. I'd, and I don't know how you'd be able to handle it after a year of 
calling out AS and get, trying to get him traded. If if Pat Mahomes like completely stinks it out next year, I'll I'll find a way of wriggling out of it. You, you know, I will. You'll, ha- <laughs> you'll have to leave the country. You'll have to cancel your YouTube channel. Like, you'll have to leave your wife. Like, <laughs> As yeah. we go into hiding, we never see the Brit Chief ever again. Yeah, everyone's have, after me with pitchforks and all that. Exactly, yeah. you'll have to become like the Russian Raider or something like that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not too sure. You'll just have to go into hiding. So, actually, for your sake more than mine and the rest of the Chiefs' kingdom, I really hope Patrick Mahomes works out. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Trust me, he'll be fine. Um, we've had a we've had a, a funny question actually from Christian Miller. On a scale of one to ten, how uh, I'll say I'll ref- I'll change this word. How angry do you think Benny Logan is right now? Yeah, <laughs> he, le- he leaves the Eagles, goes to the Chiefs, and yeah, the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Well, only one person predicted that, and that was Mr. John Cartwright. <laughs> no one else actually thought that was going to happen last year. I so, can't believe you got a bet on for that. The Eagles. Who right. puts a ten a bet on for the Eagles to win the Super Bowl? At fifty to one, yeah, crazy, crazy. Well, well done, John. Now Benny Logan, he he he'd be angry for a minute, then he'd look at his bank account and go, "Whoa, there's a nice, cool nine million dollars." <laughs> yeah, Eagles that who? Me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Vince who? <laughs> um, right. Well, that's all the questions we've had. Anyway, um, just a quick note. Um, this has been probably one of the biggest years for our heads abroad, hasn't it? Um, we've done so many good things. We've had some great meets, um, especially the trip over to uh, Kansas City, which was a huge thing for us. Um, and it was the biggest group that went over as, as well, wasn't it, mate? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. The 2017 season has been by far and away the best year for our heads abroad, even better than the um, the year that she's come over to London. Like, there's, we've had four excellent meetups in mm-hmm. Kansas City, London, Birmingham, and Manchester. Um, that have totally eclipsed uh, attendance for all the other years in terms of meets and so it's just been fantastic it really has been I want to thank everyone that come out to a meet that come and said hello and had a beer with us maybe one too many last Sunday but um, (laughs) yeah it's been it has been awesome and I look forward to um, trying to go bigger and better in 2018 yeah we're actually going to go bigger and better further north as well in 2018 we are you're you're having us all to stay aren't you yeah, yeah. Um, how many people are coming round our house again? <laughs> Must be about fifty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, we're planning on uh, some some new meets, and uh, and Tom's actually tasked me with a uh, a very northern meet, um, which we we put the feelers out a little bit, didn't we, with the uh, the Super Bowl party, and mm-hmm. uh, there was a lot of people really up for that. So it could be a go. I think it could be a go. Um, membership was a big thing as well that's the first time first season we've ever done the membership and we've got some cracking prizes in yeah we do and we've still got some cracking prizes to give away yeah we do um to the guys that are gold members we haven't finished yet we're saving them um we just want to let it well the big part we haven't reason why we haven't done any recently is because i'm moving house at the moment so trying to move house and find things to post is a nightmare so but once i'm completely settled in my new house i'm going to start rolling out some prizes again but we've still got a probably about 15-20 prizes to give away so yeah watch your yeah. space well that, that that should stem the boredom during the off season at least yeah. um, speaking of the off season what are you going to do for the off season we're getting a few questions about that like, yeah, we are we yeah what I think everyone's after tips yeah. <laughs> I think everyone's after tips and ideas of uh, how the hell do we uh, we get through this off season because it's seven months 
Seven months of of zero football. It's a long, long time. It's too long, isn't it? It is too long. As we said last week, the sooner they bring in the XFL, the better. Because that might... That might help help us out, but um, we've got the football season, the normal football season. We've got it's a World Cup year. That's something to look forward That's, to. Yeah, there, yeah, they, World Cup, yeah. But not for our American or Italian listeners. They haven't got a World Cup yet. No, um, no, they haven't. What else is going to go on? Eurovision. I enjoy Eurovision. Eurovision's always good. Eurovision. Oh God, is that on again? <sighs> on again. Do you know what annoys me about Eurovision? I'm going to go on a little rant. Oh, here. go on then. I'm not going to swear, but why the hell are Australia allowed to enter it every year? Uh, like, is it not some kind of... I oh know I was going to say, it's a Commonwealth thing, isn't it? But it's not. No, it's not. Like They let they let Australia in for the 50th anniversary. And I was kind of okay. Kind of okay. Only kind of okay with that. But that was three years ago. And now they've been allowed to go in it every single year. Last I, ch- last I checked, Australia wasn't in Europe. Mm, they're allowed in yeah. Europe. Uh, my geography's not great. Well, they it's were not... originally British, weren't they? Yeah, that maybe that's mean? the link. Maybe that's it. Maybe. Maybe maybe Eurovision's going to be replaced by the British Empire Song Contest. <laughs> well, we've got to get all the help we can because we can't win it normally, can we? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so that's as it. long as we say, well, yeah, as long as we have, like, you know, British-speaking, English-speaking uh, countries involved, then we might actually have a standard chance for once. Yeah, I, I maybe, I reckon one day America will be invited too. Yeah, I do. I do think America will be invited one day, and it's going to be great. It's going to be be country music and things like that, won't it? Country music. There's going to be cowboys and dancing girls. There's going to be all sorts going on. It's going to be amazing. That sounds almost going to be as good as those Polish girls that churned butter a couple of years ago. And if you (laughs) didn't see it, my task to you right now is to go onto YouTube and type in the words Polish churning butter and you'll thank me later right actually into youtube not into like youtube the internet right i was right, gonna say because something some other things might come up on brad, internet brad what, what did i say earlier i'm what? being clean now we are being clean yes i'm being clean i haven't sworn once in this podcast i haven't said anything rude <laughs> we are trying to keep it clean have you noticed mm, yeah so actually that may be a good poll to have do we do we need to keep the swearing in for for laughability factor no or do we do we do we keep it clean? No, we keep it clean. We keep, keep it clean. clean until the next drunken night out. Exactly. Because <laughs> there will be another one. Mm-hmm. There will be another one. Um, right, I think that's it for this uh, for this week's podcast. Um, and there's no predictions to be done. I normally leave that out as well. Um, so, um, yeah, that's it for this week's Our Heads Abroad podcast. And as usual, get involved with the discussions on our Twitter page at KCChiefs underscore UK. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud to receive the new show as soon as it's available. Uh, and rem- yeah, if if you just leave a review, well, uh, we might read it. We might not. I don't know. We oh, might I read forgot it. again. You forgot again, didn't you? I did. You forgot <laughs> again. Honestly, man, what are you like? I will do the draw this week. I will do. I'll put a Facebook live post up at one point, and I will do the draw. It might have to be two week. cups now, mate. No, no, just, one. just one. <laughs> we, we we spent the our heads aboard budget on Sunday behind the bar, so it's all right. John will pay for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. John, his money bags in here at the minute. Yeah, drinks on John. <laughs> uh, right. So from Tom and myself, and well, yeah, from Tom and myself, <laughs> <laughs> from one kingdom to another. What did to you another. say at the start of this podcast? Uh, we're keeping it clean, and we're going to be professional. 
Exactly. Now act professional and do this outro properly. Come on, start it again. <laughs> so from one kingdom to another, we'll speak to you again soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye.